What's good, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again from Locked On Wizards. Today, we're going to answer three important questions regarding this team. Is the solid three the foundation to move us forward to contention? Out of Corey Kisper, Denny Aviha, and Johnny Davis, which one of these young guys have been the most impressive this season? And would missing the playoffs slash the plan actually be the best alternative for this team going forward in the second half of the season? We're going to answer those questions and more next on Locked on Wizards. You are Locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again. Welcome back to Locked On Wizards. Now, uh, we're going to answer some important questions today regarding this team going forward. Um, Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your own basketball franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com or look it up on app stores. Our listeners get a hundred percent free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on all caps in the game. So again, we're going to answer some important questions. A lot of these are coming from you guys, the fans, and these are actually questions that me and Ed have been pondering. And with this being the second half of the season, going into crunch time, um, driving towards hopefully uh plan slash playoff position um there these questions i think are really going to give us some vision into the future of not only the second half of the year but of the coming seasons so let's get into it the first question today is is the solid three the foundation for this franchise to drive towards championship contention so looking at the solid three bradley bill christoph brazingas and kyle kuzma right have they been fun to watch? Yes. Have uh, They all have averaged 20 points this season. If you look at Christoph Bazingas and Kyle Kuzma, both of them, you can argue, should have deserved all-star berths into the, uh, in this year's all-star game. But are they the foundation to go forward? Well, fun factor is up there. They do play well together when they play as a team, when ball movement is key, when the offense is, uh, flows to KP or Kuzma, they do play well. But the questions are, you know, if you look at, I don't think it's a question of chemistry. I think it's a question of salary, right? Because you look at it, you know, you already got Bradley Bill signed on a Supermax contract. You know, you have both Kyle Kuzma and Christopher Zingas on player options next year. So looking at it, you know, Kyle Kuzma, it has been, you know, rumored he's looking from anywhere from 20 to $25 million per year. So do we make a run at him and pay him the salary? Because if we won't, somebody will. But then if you look at the fact that Christopher Zingas has a player option, so you could easily be really, really close to the luxury tax already by paying all three of these guys. And then you also got to take in consideration the rest of your um, roster. You know, Daniel Gaffer goes into an extension this uh, coming season. You know, you got to look at You still got DeLon Wright. You still got Monte Morris on contract. So flexibility to really build around Bill and the solid three gets harder. now. We're going to flow into my opinion real quick. Now, I believe this solid three together was not the foundation we need to win a championship. I think, you know, to bring fans in, to be fun to watch, yeah, 
you know, this is not a bad, solid foundation, but not for contention. In my opinion, you have to choose between KP or Kyle Kuzma. You know, you have to be transparent with KP and see where he's at as far as his player option and really with Kuzma, but you're not going to be able to afford all three and still find a point guard, which we need, a starting point guard, a starting caliber point guard, and maybe a 3 and D wing. And look, we're not going to be able to do that with Gafford on an extension and with Bill, Kuzma, and KP all with really big contracts. It's just not gonna, So you're going to have to pick and choose between Kuzma and KP. Now, you can argue KP, maybe you can let go. Now, while, you know, KP does fit the mold of the modern-day NBA center, he can shoot from three, you know, he can put the ball on the floor. And Daniel Gafford is more of your traditional big. You still have a guy who can step in and start. I believe Daniel Gafford can start. So maybe you want to kind of add towards Kyle Kuzma, but I'm a fan of both. I just, it's, 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 it's really hard decision. And it really goes to Tommy Shepard. And man, this is a decision that is going to be hard because you got, in my opinion, you got to let one of them go. So are they uh, looking back at the question? Is this solid three, the foundation for contender? I don't believe so. Not together. I think salary wise, it's going to be hard to find the pieces that you need to make it a contending team. And you're looking at two major areas. Starting point guard. And what are we looking for in a starting point guard? Well, I mean, a point guard who can, who's got some speed. You know, John Wall. You're looking at uh, De'Aaron Fox. You're looking at many options. And I'm not saying those guys are going to be options for this team, but that is the mold. You know, John Wall, 10 years in D.C., why he is so successful and why so many people improved around him because his ability to drive the lane, collapse defenses, and hit open shooters. And which is, he look, a lot of people made money off that. Bradley Bill, his game flowed great off of John Wall's game. Same with Otto Porter. Otto Porter got a max contract off of John Wall. I mean, he made a lot of people better. So we need a point guard. You know, and looking at the draft, this is a draft that, man, I'm telling you, there's a lot of can't-miss prospects, man. You know, Nick Smith is one. You know, Cason Wallace out of Kentucky is one. Obviously, Scooter Henderson is one. You know, I think, you know, uh, it was Anthony Black. I think all of those options could be great for this team. But then you're looking at maybe we need another wing. You know, so it's just you're not going to be able to do that. And, you know, in short, you're just not going to be able to do that with all paying all three in the solid three. So before we move on, today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Pro Basketball GM Locked On NBA. I'm really geeked out by this new by our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Ever dream of becoming an NBA GM and managing your own basketball franchise? Well, your dream can come true. And this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic asset of your team. Play through the season and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise with free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball Gym is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want. Locked on Wizards listeners get 100% free boost to the franchise when you use the promo code locked on in the game store so make sure to check it out to download the game just visit probasketballgm.com scan the code or look it up in the app stores that's probasketballgm.com ultimate basketball gm start your dynasty today so we're going to flow into the second question today um looking at and we're going to add a player to this but looking at the young players Corey kispert denny avia and johnny davis and i'm gonna throw daniel gafford in too because while we didn't draft him he we re actually traded for him as a really young player out of Chicago. So out of those four guys, to me and really to y'all, let me know how you guys think, what you feel. But to me, out of these four guys, who has really taken that step forward 
as far as their progression this season? Well, I mean, before I give you my answer, I mean, look at that, Kispert, man. I mean, yeah, obviously he's pretty much the easy answer. Um, his ability to shoot threes at a high volume with accuracy, um, cutting to the basket, you know, his basketball IQ, you know, he's taken a step forward. I think, you know, he's really shown to be a really good asset off the bench and have the ability to come in and start. Like you look at the, our previous win against the Detroit Pistons, he came in and he started and he fit right in. He fit like a hand in the glove. I mean, <laughs> so looking at Denny Avia, obviously he has had progression. Now, the only thing about Denny now, his defense is elite level defense, right? He can defeat or uh, defend at a high level in the NBA. That is not a question. He can defend superstars. He is a defensive player who right now is showing the ability to drive the lane with some with some power, man. I mean, he's really he's adding that to his game. So I think the only part, I mean, defensively, he's already he's good to go. Offensively, you know, obviously him driving the ball more is progression. Um, you but three-point shooting, obviously, you know, with him working out with Drew Hanlon in the offseason, you want to see some progression from his three-point shot. You're not seeing it yet, but you are seeing him as far as being more confident in shooting the shot. And that's what you want to see. You know, not everybody progresses or develops at the same pace. You know, obviously looking at Kispert, Denny, and Johnny Davis, we're going to talk about Johnny in a minute. You know, you want to see a lot of them, you know, these guys come in and contribute right away. And then, you know, in the case of Kispert and Denny, they have been able to. And in the situation when, you know, Johnny Davis is taking him a little bit longer to kind of develop and contribute, but it's happening. So, again, let's get back. You know, we're just talking about Johnny. Johnny Davis, you know, last night, 11 points. Uh, spent most of the year with the Capital City Go-Go. You know, confidence was very low. Um, yeah, people start, you know, getting ready to call him a bust. But I personally don't think he's a bust. And his performance against the Detroit Pistons shows that, you know, with the proper development, and it really is a testament to what they got going on over the Capital City Go-Go, you know, you know, the GM, uh, Amber Nichols, she's done a great job finding the talent in on this club. She has done a great job. And they're developing and their development over at the Capital City Go-Go. I think it deserves a lot of props, man. I think that's a big victory for Monumental Sports. You know, this is – it is. I love what I see with the Capital City Go-Go. I've been to one game, and I plan on – I was going to go to a game this year, but, man, I slept late. But I plan on going to a game next year but because, I, you know, it's exciting, man. This is a good time. They're a good team. So – Getting back to Johnny Davis, man. Um, consistency, you know, can he come out and contribute more consistent and really spell Kendrick Nunn on the second unit? Because we need scoring, we need scoring off this bench. And if this franchise is serious about making a push for playing or a playoff spot, you need more production off the bench. And I think Johnny Davis could cure that ailment, but it's consistency. You know, last night he showed confidence, but it was the Detroit Pistons, which they've won 15 games this year and they're pretty much a G League team. So this weekend coming up, got a couple of pivotal games Friday and Saturday. I'm really inquisitive to see how Johnny does. And we're going to touch base on Daniel Gaffer real quick. The landlord, man, his ability to defend the paint and the really he's evolved offensively. Now, he's not out there hitting mid-range jumpers or three-pointers, but he's trying to put the ball to the floor. He's trying to really try to drive the lane. And he's he's evolving, man. He he has He's developing. Yeah, we didn't draft him, but. He's a young man coming over here in the Chicago trades and then Troy Brown over there. And um, I like what I see from him. So out of these four guys, who has progressed the most? Ah, man. It, it's hard. This is a hard question to ask because I like what I see from Kispert. I like what I see from Denny. And I like what I see from Gafford. And I'm intrigued by Davis. So if I had to choose one, 
I guess I'm going to, I know this is not going to be the most popular answer, but I'm going to go with fit in this system. You know, this is supposed to be, supposed to be, quote unquote, supposed to be a defensive system. I think the best player for the system is Denny Avia because of his defensive capabilities. Kispert, man, I, you can't take away from his ability to score. And you can't take away from his ability to cut and just, I mean, he's starting to drive the lane and dunking on people. He's catching bodies now. So, I mean, it's just hard because Kispert has evolved so much to the point where it, he's an easy answer. But as far as system, you know, who really fits into the system, the supposed system from West on sale is Denny. But again, Daniel Gafford, man, he is really evolving. And like I said, I have no problem that if there's a situation where KP is no longer the starter and we have to move on from him, I think that Daniel Gafford can be that starter at the five for us. So that's going to be my answer. I'm going to roll with Denny just because of system fit. But really, three out of the four have really been, been impressive this season. And Johnny Davis, man, while his, you know, his performance against the Detroit Pistons was sweet, I want to see a more consistent play from him against playoff-ready teams or contenders. So before we move on to the last question today, which is would be would missing the playoffs or the plan be the best option for this team? So before we go in, then I'm going to get into our next um <laughs> our next sponsor today. Excuse me, <laughs> I had a I had a breaking part. Next sponsor today, uh, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. The Built March Madness bracket is here. You we know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now's your time to make it count. Go to builtmarchmadness.com and vote for your favorites. You know I'll be voting for Churro Bar, man. It's mad delicious. And if you want the Wizards to win, then you'll, you'll be voting for that bar too. Support your team. Support your bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked-on listeners will get a free box of built. Again, a free box of built. Not only that, but I, a locked-on fan, will win a 12 month subscription to built to have built's best bars and puffs delivered monthly straight to your door you got to try built built the best proton protein bar ever proton <laughs> listen to me ever seriously they're so amazing you wouldn't even think they're good for you i mean seriously y'all they're, they're, they're good man you wouldn't even realize they're protein bars um I, I try to work out a lot i'm getting older and, and while i don't lift as much as i used to just the fact that the protein and you know, the low in sugar is just it's a, it's a win-win for y'all so i definitely recommend it but again, what makes Built Bars and Puffs so good? Well, for starters, they're all high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. So we're going to ask one more question today for our beloved Washington Wizards. Would missing the plan slash playoffs be a good thing? Well, just like... The answer for the first question is a solid three foundation, uh, a foundation to build on for a future contending team. Well, it's the same reason why missing the play in the playoffs might be a good thing for this team. Salary. If this if this franchise is intent on building around Bradley Bill, Kyle Kuzma, and Christopher Zingas, and also extending Daniel Gafford, you're not going to have a lot of money or assets to try to go get a starting caliber point guard or even another wing, man. And so what happens when we miss the playoffs? Well, we get our pick. And if you look at this draft, I'm trying to tell you, man, this draft has got easily one to 10 are guys who are ready to contribute right away. I mean, looking at point guard, I'm a bit, you know, Scoot Henderson, will he last going up to the 10th pick? I don't think so. I think he's gone by the first top three. Um, Anthony Black might be uh, there. Nick Smith is a top five guy. 
uh, Casey Wallace might be there. You know, we can definitely find our point guard of the future in this draft. You know, and and plus we have a couple of second round picks that either a, we, you know, I, I know this is asking a little too much from Tommy right now, but you know, try to find a dumb diamond in the rough in the second round or package those two second rounders and maybe try to move back into the first round and get another first round pick and maybe try to grab a wing. But I think, you know, we have to really get on our game with a draft because again, Washington DC is not a big destination for free agents. And that's okay. Because if you look at teams like Sacramento and Cleveland, they're not either, but yet they were able to develop talent through the draft and build those pieces like, you know, Cleveland, Donovan Mitchell or Sacramento, you know, uh, Sabonis, man, to really push them over the top and take them from a good team to a prospective playoff team that can take you past the first round. So, you know, we have those, I guess, if you're looking at the solid three, you have those guys, you know, you, you're, you know, and they have chemistry, but so if you're intent on re-signing Kuz and, and or KP, you really got to get uh, crafty through the draft. So, yeah, you, missing the plan and playoffs would behoove this franchise because if we go to the playoffs, what are we really doing, right? You know, even if we go through the plan, make the first round, we're not going to be the first, second, or even third seed. You know, Philadelphia is a powerhouse this year. You know, Boston, powerhouse. Milwaukee is a championship contender, and it will be one and done if we make the playoffs. And I think that 95% of y'all realize that. It's just we're not going to go far, So, and we have to find a point guard. We have had we haven't had a, a legitimate starting point guard since Russell Westbrook and, and John Wall. You know, Monte Morris has done what he could. He has slid into that role and done well. He's been solid. But is, is he that option long-term, though? DeLon, his defensive presence, his leadership, but is he long-term option at starting point guard? No. You know, I mean, uh, Jordan Goodwin, is he long-term starter? No, he's not. I mean, we have guys who can thrive on the bench, but we need a long-term answer at point guard, and I think that answer is in his draft. So, in my humble opinion, I don't think – well, I don't think the playoffs should be an option for us this year because what's the point? We're not going to make it far. You know, I think that we should really look at trying to get that pick and really try getting into this draft. And if I'm Tommy, I'm trying to package one of the – you know, both of these second-rounders and try to get into back into the first round and maybe get another first-round pick. That's just me, and this is my humble opinion. You may have to trade somebody part of the package, but I think you need to do that because this draft – is the best way for us to move forward and, and grab a wing and a point guard. So those are my three questions for this franchise, regarding this franchise, rather, that I want you guys to definitely think about, get to me, let me know how you think, and, you know, we'll go from there. So, again, appreciate everybody today. These are three important questions for this franchise. We're in the second half of the season, so we're trying to drive for a play-in-slash-playoff position. So, um, Will we, you know, I, I think the biggest thing, and I know a lot of you guys can agree with this, is the biggest thing about this team, man, is consistency. Are we consistent enough to try to make this right? Because I'm, I'm going to pull up the schedule real quick before we roll out of here because, I mean, currently we are 11th in the East. And if you look at the schedule, it doesn't get easier. Uh, Friday night, we're at Cleveland. Cleveland is a team making a playoff run. Saturday, Sacramento at home, playoff team. Tuesday, we're at, we're at Orlando. Orlando's a lottery team, so you got to say that's got to be a winnable game. But then turn around, you got Denver, the Nuggets' number one seed in the West. Got the Spurs, should be winnable. But then it gets a little tricky at Toronto. Toronto's challenging us for a spot. Boston at home. Got Orlando, should be winnable. But then you turn around, you got the gauntlet for four games at New York, home against Milwaukee, at Atlanta, home against Milwaukee, or Miami, rather, 
And then the last game of the year is Houston, which that's not really even a guarantee either. It's just this schedule is not the easiest schedule. And you can look at, you know, the, mag- the two magic games and the game against the Spurs and say, that's, those are three wins, but you know, it doesn't get easier. So consistency is the name of the game for this franchise. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll there. I definitely appreciate everybody, man. I hope everybody has a blessed week and Definitely appreciate everybody showing up today. Um, thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA, but local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. We are close to 3,000 subscribers on YouTube, so definitely like, subscribe, comment below, hit that notification button. When dope videos like this one come out, check out me. And my dude, the real Ed Oliver on Twitter and Instagram. And definitely wherever you get your apps or wherever you get your podcast, rather, a five-star review would be much appreciated. So, again, hope everybody has a blessed week, man. And peace.